0: blog talk radio
1: you're listening to dr. E.J. McKenzie on blog talk radio your bibles if you will to the book of mark chapter 11 we're going to close this year speaking about something sharing about something that we're getting ready to enter into we're getting ready to enter into a 21 day fasting and prayer time which we do every year this is a time of renewal a time of rededication and consecration before the lord those that need a bible just raise your hands on the poor will come by and give you a bible those that need a Bible. This is a time that we begin to realign and make the proper adjustments for intimacy with Him. We're going to talk about prayer. Prayer is it's my life, my heartbeat, my passion. And so I want to share some principles with you that I really believe will be a blessing, especially all of those that believe in God for a miracle. A lot of times we pray, but we don't know how to pray. We just say things. And it really doesn't even touch the heart of God. A lot of times we pray, we pray out of our emotions. And we really believe that God, it touches God because we cry and because we weep. And not realizing, understanding there's a pattern, there's an order that God has established for us to be able to reach Him. And be able to touch Him. And for Him to answer every prayer. So, we want to look at some principles uh, because we're going 21 days nonstop. I want my 21 days of fasting and prayer to be effective. Is that right? So, we're going to look at some principles in the Word of the Lord uh, in the book of uh, uh, Mark 11. But before I go there, let me go to a scripture, another scripture, lay a foundation. This was my foundation of scripture, but the Spirit of God just spoke to me. That's all right, isn't it? Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 29 in your bibles a foundation from jeremiah very familiar passage of scripture then we're going to come back over to the book of mark our subject this morning is praying out of desire praying out of desire let's go to jeremiah 29 and we're going to look at prayer from a biblical perspective god is a god of divine order and God uh, established an order for all of us to accomplish everything in the earth for him and even our relationship with him. God has set some things uh, in place out of the word of the Lord, how we're to approach him. There's things that have been set in place, how to worship him, how to praise him. When we discover that uh, and begin to appropriate that, then God began to move there's some things that god will bring us into that you don't even have to pray about once you know what it is and line up with it god will automatically begin to move it's just like a seed when you take a seed and throw it into the ground tend to the ground i don't have to pray for that the earth god has commanded the earth to bring forth what i sow into it unless there's a famine in the land and a famine always comes as a result of my sin Anytime there was a famine, the famine came as a result of the people of Israel's sin, and it affected the earth. So, therefore, by the same token, if I just sow seed into the ground, it, God commanded the seed to bring forth. Just like a woman that is not barren, God has commanded the female reproductive cell to bring forth once the, 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 not the, ovium, the, the sperma. The male reproductive cell is sown into it. It's commanded to bring forth. Do you understand? So there are certain things I don't even have to pray about. All i got to do is apply the principle. And it automatically will come forth. It's the same thing with money. You don't have to pray about money. Sow money, you'll reap money. Do you understand? That's the divine principle. But there are some things uh, that God want to get out of heaven. But He cannot get out of heaven into the earth realm Until we apply the principle of prayer. So, what is prayer? Let's look at something here in Jeremiah chapter 29, if you will, and you can become a master prayer, prayer warrior, or intercessor. And it doesn't require how long you pray. Jesus took some bread and some fish, and the Bible says he took them, blessed them, broke them, and gave them. He did not pray. Amen for 20-30 minutes Not even an hour See when you begin to line up And walk in a certain place uh, All you got to do is speaking things Will begin to happen I'm telling you what I know about the Holy Ghost So we see here in Jeremiah God began to speak uh, And he brings this point out That is very unique and is powerful Verse 11 says For I know the thoughts That I think towards you saith the Lord Thoughts of what? Peace and not of evil. To give what? To give you an expected end or an expectation. Without expectation or desire, you get absolutely nothing from God. Why? Because without expectation desire, I'm not believing for nothing. And the Bible said that just shall live by faith. The only thing that moves God is what? Faith. Hebrews 11 and 6 says what? Without faith it is what? Impossible to please God. That means then if I'm praying without the perspective of faith, I'm praying in vain. Because my prayers don't even reach God nor touch God. So the only kind of prayer that touches God is a prayer of faith. The only kind of confession that touches God is a confession of faith. The only kind of walk that touches God is a walk of faith. That's the only thing that moves him and touch him. So he makes this powerful statement in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. To give you what? An expected end. Now notice the key here. He breaks this statement. Will you be my God today? You look pretty good as a God. Got all you blew on up here. Come going to be my God today. Hey, man, you look pretty good as a God? Amen. Now, I'm not calling him God. Don't leave here saying that the preacher calling this man God. Alright, don't only hear saying that. I give illustration from time to time. Now notice here, come here, Jason. Jason have some desires. Now listen look I say, I need to give illustrations for you to understand how this thing works. Now, here is God that knows the thoughts that he thinks concerning Jason. Thoughts of what? Peace. And not of what? Evil. So therefore, the thoughts that's in God's heart for Jason is peace, prosperity, success. This is in God's heart. So he said, I know. He said, I know. He tell him, I know the thoughts that I think towards Jason. They're thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give Jason an expected end. Hope or expectation for his future. Now, if God knows the thoughts concerning Jason... Then how is Jason going to get the thoughts from God into his heart? See, this is what we're praying. See, prayer is not me forcing my will on God. Prayer is not forcing my, my will, my desires, my passion, my everything on God. No, that's not prayer because God holds my future in his hand. So therefore, prayer is, uh, first of all, me coming to him and enter into dialogue or fellowship or communion with Him. See, out of the midst of this, you know how you get to these thoughts? Really, it starts off with worship. He said, I know the thoughts. Now you hold everything, so therefore how am I going to get from you what I need? So watch this right here. So I come before this God, and I begin to worship this God. I begin to exalt and extol this God. I begin to let this God know that I know you're faithful. I know that you're righteous. I know that you're holy. There's none like it unto you. You are omnipotent and omniscient. You are the God of my salvation. You are the God of my liberation. You are the God of my peace and my joy. You are my Redeemer. You are my Healer. I begin to worship Him. Let Him know that I know who you are. You are the God that holds my future. You are my past. You are my present. You are my future. I'm worshiping Him. And in the midst of worshiping Him, then God began to dialogue with me. He began to reveal to me His heart concerning me. So as I worship Him, then God began to speak and began to tell me about my future. He began to tell me, Jason, this is what I have for you. Jason, this is your destiny. Jason, this is your purpose. I have called you and your wife, amen, to start a business. I have called you and your wife to walk one with me. I'm going to raise your love to be a light and an example before others. God began to re- ask, I worship Him. Now watch this right here. But for God, give me the revelation. It's not good enough. He said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, Jason, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. To give you hope. To give you a future. Now, you know what Jason's job is? After God gave him that, he's to live in the strength of what God has revealed to him. Every day he's living in the strength and the power of what God has revealed to him concerning him and his wife. If any devil come, he lives in the strength. He speaks to that thing that is contrary to what God showed him in the midst of worship. Now watch this right here. Stay right there. What will do the next verse say? Then shall ye come. Then shall you call upon me. Wait, wait, but watch this right here. He just showed me what his will is. Why do I have to call on him and come and pray to him? Is that what it says? You shall call upon me, and you shall what? Pray unto me. Is that what it says? Yes. Go, and Go and pray unto me. And then what? And I will, unto you. Yes. And I will what? I will hearken unto you. Yes. What? Why is God going to hearken to him? Because first thing, he's coming back to God, who have revealed what God's heart is. He's coming right back to God and tell God what he says about himself. And God said, when you tell me what I told you about you, then I will hearken to you. But is God really hearkening to Jason? Or is He really hearkening to what God has revealed to Jason? I I need you to understand how prayer works. And see, this is where a lot of us has missed it in prayer. We don't know what the heart of, of the Creator is. For my life, He made me. He allowed me to be born for purpose and destiny. But what is that? He said, come before me. Worship me. You desire me? You want to know? Come and worship me. And out of the worship, the revelation of what's in my heart for you, I'm going to reveal it to you. Once I reveal it, then you're going to come back to me. And you're going to call on me. Now watch this right here. Call on him. Call on him for what? See, you can't call on him whom you don't know. Do you understand me? See, I'm going to call on you, not just God, but the God of what you just revealed to me. He's the God of business. He's the God of marriage. He's the God of success. He's the God of, heal, uh, uh, of healing. He's the God of deliverance. Whatever I reveal to you, you come to me and call on me as that God. Not just a, a, an abstract God, but I am a specific God. Because what I revealed to Jason, I'm revealing something different to you, O Romans. And then I'm revealing something different to you, Cheryl. Because what you need, he don't need. What he needs, he don't need. So therefore, but it's locked up in my heart. And as you come before me, I'm going to reveal. And when you call on the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord may be different for what you're calling on Him for, and something different from what you're calling Him for, something different you're calling Him for. In other words, I might call on You as Jehovah Makanish. He may call on him as Jehovah Nisi. You might call on him as Jehovah Jireh, and He may call on him Jehovah Rufa. Do you understand me? See, whatever he has revealed to me, what he's going to do in my life, in the midst of worship, I discover what's in his heart. Then I come right back around and call on him, as that God. And he turned out and said, and I will hearken unto you. He just said, might, I what? Will hearken unto you. Are you getting this thing? Thank you, God. You're yeah, right. Thank you, Jason. You're yeah, right. Watch this right here. Are you getting this? We're getting ready to enter into the new year. But we want to enter in intelligently. We're going to pray intelligent prayers. You understand me? So the next time voices of praise is up here leading us into praise and leading us into worship. More worship than praise. Listen to the songs. Enter in. Enter in and begin to see God as the God that we're singing to. Do you understand me? I gotta, I gotta see him. I gotta, see, you gotta say, God is a spirit. You can never see God, but you can see his character. You can see, you can see him manifesting himself through his word. And then as I read the word, as I'm singing, I can see myself in the light of the word. I see God in the light of the word. What he did for Israel, what he did for David, what he did for Joshua, what he did for Moses, what he did for Jesus. Then I can begin to see him doing the same thing for me. Do you understand? He's a personal God. Let's go on, if you will. Are you getting something? He says here, I'm reading out of NIV, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, my God. Plans to do what? Prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. But this is what NIV says. Plans to give you hope and what? A future. You want to know something? The average person lives for today and don't live for the future. You say, what do you mean, preacher? What I mean? When you walk by faith, you're not living for today. You're executing for tomorrow. Yes. In other words, I'm walking in the strength of what God told me and I'm walking in that life has already happened. That's how Jesus lived. That's how Jesus walked. That's how Jesus was able to raise the dead. That's why Jesus was able to do all the things that he did. Because he walked in the strength of resurrection before he even died. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. How can a man say that when he has never died? How could he? Because by faith he walked like he was dead. And faith he walked as he has already rose from the dead. How can he do that if the father didn't never say it? See, the foundation of it, cause the father said, the father said, son, son, I need you to go down there and die for me, and I'm gonna raise you up the third day. And in Hebrew says, I come in the volume of the book that is written of me. In other words, it's already been written. And I come in that volume. And I walk in the strength of power of that which has already been written. Do you understand what prophetic utterance is for? Prophetic utterance is designed to reveal what is written in the heart of God. That's all. What you're doing, you sit back just waiting for something to happen. Jesus said, He walked by faith like it had already taken place. Demons had to move out of the way. The dead had to be raised. He walked on the water. Do you understand what I'm saying? He walked by faith and not by sight that's the purpose of prophet utterance not you just sitting by twiddling your thumbs I'm walking in the strength of it I'm preparing myself for the manifestation I'm preparing myself for the manifestation I'm I'm preparing myself for the manifestation I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do for God to manifest Himself in my midst you know something every day see prayer is just not coming before God privately either Prayer is just simply communion to God. So, other words every day. Father, I just want to thank you for being my restoration. I thank you for restoring my marriage. I thank you for restoring my husband. Restoring my children. God, I just thank you. You're just so good. You're just so awesome. Oh God. I'm just communing with Him. I'm calling on Him. Then I'm going to pray to Him. What am I going to pray? What in His heart? I discover what was in His heart as I worship Him. And what is in His heart is now in my heart. What's His desire becomes my desire. And I'm articulating His desire. And what happens, as we brought on last week, we brought, the word last week we brought up the seed of God. Remember the seed of God? That God does nothing in the earth realm without a man pronouncing it. God can speak all day long, but he legally He cannot perform. That's why he gets a man to come in agreement with what heaven speaks. That the man in the earth can articulate it. The man in earth said, God is moving for me. God is healing me. God is delivering me. God is restoring to me. Why? Because God has already revealed what he wants to do. But he can't do it until you speak it. Holding fast to the confession of your faith without wavering. For God is faithful. That promise. Hebrews 10 Holding fast. To the confession of your faith. Holding fast to the confession of your what? Faith. The word faith is expectation in the Greek. Holding fast to the confession of your expectation. And what did God say? I'm going to give you an expectation. But well, I got to confess my expectation. I got to confess my expectation. And the Bible said, God is faithful. That what? Promise. God is what? Faithful. That is prom that promise. Tell the person next to Tell them, God, is God is faithful. He cannot lie. Do you see this? Do you see this? I remember, please listen to me. I remember when I first got uh, first married Kathy, when we first got married, and um I was an evangelist at the time, so I was traveling, and the Lord spoke to me and said, Don't go back on the road. So Kathy was working at the time, and God told me not to go back on the road. And 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 I remember she would come home. And when she would come home, I'll get her. And I said, You don't know, tell you what God revealed to me today. We would begin to pray. And we listen, we had <laughs> We had nothing. Was another nothing? Nothing. But anyway, we were beginning to pray. And I said, come on, do you believe me? I, I began going to tell us some things that God revealed to me today? That day. I said, do you agree? Do you come in agreement with me? She said, yeah. I said, no, 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 don't tell me you come in agreement. Remember this? I said, don't tell me you come in agreement if you don't agree. Because I know the power of agreement. And she, I said, I, I said, now go back over, go back over it. Do you really understand what I just said? God told me. She said, I understand. I said, Do you really believe God's going to do this? She said, I believe God's going to do it. Now I didn't see anything at the time. But I just knew God said it. And we so start. I take her hand, and we would begin to walk up and down the floor. Matter of fact, our living room about this long here. There's a long living room with nothing in it. <laughs> and we were walking down the living room, praying. And the next thing you know, all of a sudden I start seeing. I said, I see it. Remember that? I said, I see it. I start dancing. I don't know how to dance, but jumping up, hallelujah. I said, I see it. I said, I see it. It's done. God has done it. God has done it. But I literally saw in my mind's eye as we would begin to pray what God showed me that day. And everything that God has shown me has come to pass. From that time up to now. What did I do? I birthed in existence what God showed me in my spirit by articulating and speaking what God has showed me and God is the one that performs. I want you to understand this. You pray it, He performs it. Let me say it again. He pray, you pray it, He performs. Let me say it again. You pray, He performs. It's not up to you to perform. You pray, He performs. I want everybody to say, I pray, God performs. Do you have that? So we see here, then it says, go down, the next verse here. I'm going to go to verse... Twelve. Then I'll come back over here to Mark I didn't want to continue with Mark So he says verse 12 Then you will call upon me And come and pray to me Come and pray to who? Me Our problem We go to everybody else but God We pray to everybody else but God And see so we think everybody's going to be our source but God Let me share something with you about God God already know your mind he, he already know how witty you can be Say so what do you mean? You pray it, but you think that the answer, the answer over here is in, in in Lavelle. I'm praying. Well, you know what I pray for? Lavelle got that thing. Maybe God's going to tell Lavelle. And so what happened? I'm praying, and so I'm looking for Lavelle. Hey, Lavelle, how's everything? You know that thing that you got? Oh, you, are you still using it? Oh, yeah, man, I'm still using it. Then you in your heart. Well, God going to tell him to give it to me. No, 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 no. That's manipulation. See, no, 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 no. Don't look to Lavelle, even though what God told you, Lavelle may have it. But don't look to Lavelle you understand what I'm saying? You, look to, you just stand in the spirit of expectancy. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know if it's coming from Lavelle. I don't know if it's coming in the United States. Is it coming from Germany? Where's it coming? It's coming because my expectation is towards God, not a man. This is how it works the enemy can trick you and you get off first. I'm telling to you how he trick you because you want to know something LaVelle have what I'm trusting God for but I remember I blessed him when he had nothing so because I blessed him surely he going to bless me with what I need and God never go that route Amen. God never bless you through the person that God used you to bless let me say it one more time because you don't think you understand it God will never bless you through the person that God tell you to bless if God tell me, oh, Romans, to bless you with $1,000, and now I'm on hard, I'm challenged. I already told everybody I'll never be broke again, but I'm on my last quarter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but now I know God has elevated you and blessed you. You have more than enough. So, therefore, my expectation comes from you. I have already set myself up little fault, and I miss God. Because what's going to happen? God is going to put blindness on you, not allow you to see my situation. And then I'm going to get angry. He, I know He sees me. I know. No, He don't. God got blinders on Him. God has blinders on Him. So He cannot give to me because God got somebody else set up. Because if I get from you what I gave you, I have already forfeited my blessing. He said, if you give to man, I'll cause men to give back to you. So I just cut myself off, amen, from five, six, seven, eight, ten more folds given to me because I'm expecting from this one person I gave to. Do you understand me? That's how it works. God already got set up. Who's gonna bless you? God already already set it up. Oh, you gotta trust God and God know how to deal with people. Or oh, y'all don't believe that, do you? He'll deal with somebody about in a dream. They never saw you before, and come to you, say, you know something? The Lord laid upon my heart, and I think uh, Pam to me is one of the perfect the perfect example. It doesn't happen to her twice that somebody came and gave her the money to the exact penny, not nickel penny. What she needed. God spoke to somebody about her situation. Twice that did not happen. When someone said, you know, the Lord came to me and told me to do this for you. Right to the penny. The penny. Now you know that's God. I mean, they, they, I see if there's all of you know, uh, maybe a nickel here, a quarter here, whatever the case may be, but to the penny. I love it when God does that. Do you hear me? Let's look at this again. Verse 13. You will seek me and find me. Did I read 12? Then you will, I'm going to read it again. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Now that is the clincher. That's the clincher. Because you want to know what happened? The thing that God promised us can get in the way of God. Let me say this. The things that God promised us can get in the way of God. So God already know I have a modest. He already knows if I want Him, I just want the blessing. Oh, He already knows. And so sometimes the blessing, the manifestation is delayed because I really don't want God, I want the thing. He said, no, 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 no. When you seek me, and not seek the blessing, yes, yes. not seek the promise, but when you seek me, and seek me with all your heart, then I will be found of you. Oh, and everybody says it's about relationship and this is what we miss and we don't understand we think that god amen is an errand boy uh god's the head of a department store amen and, and during christmas time with case okay, man he's just giving out stuff to you and because you're his child no baby he wants relationship do you want me do you love me If you love me, are you willing to fellowship with me? Are you willing to commune with me? And when the delay comes, um, will you still stand? See, I'm going to show you something. We're going to get to hit something in a few minutes here. Because if you really believe God, when the delay comes, you will never be moved. When you really believe God, um, when... when, See, when I share something in Sunday school, time is an equalizer. Time is God's greatest weapon to see if we really love Him. Because God is not governed by time. See, what may be a, uh, maybe five years to you, amen, is only five seconds to God. Do you understand what I'm saying? So time got uses to see just how much you want Him. And so God will test the thing He promised you to see if you really want Him. Or you was after the thing all the time. He's a God of relationship. But well, I'm coming to this God, but I don't want the God, but I want what the God can give me. No, 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 no. The clincher is this verse right here. All the other stuff sounded good, didn't it? Now until we get down to verse 13 here. Verse 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Verse 14, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. Whatever the thing is that have you captive, I will bring you back from that and give you what I have promised you when you seek me. What have you in captivity? Is it like? Is it poverty? What have you in captivity? Is it doubt and unbelief? What have you in captivity? Is it sickness and disease? Wherever it is, I am the God over it. Let me say it again. Wherever it is, I am the God over it. If you seek me as the God over the thing to have you captive, I will be found of you, deliver you, and set you free, and give you what I have said I will promise you. Do you see this? Now let's go to Mark 11. One of our famous scriptures back in the early, uh, late 80s. Mark, chapter 11. Praying out of desire. I hope I'm not going too fast here, but i got a lot of ground to cover. Praying out of desire. So I need to ask myself this question. The majority of my prayers, are they prayed out of desire? Or are they prayed from a perspective of wishing? Am I just wishing God would do this? Or do I really desire that God do this thing? Let's look at some principles here. How many have some desires before God right now? Now the question is, those desires you have before God, is there His desires? Maybe that's the question. Is there His desires? Now, you know, well, we, we can all fool ourselves because, you know, I, I I know it's God's desire to give me this. How many ever went before the Lord and discovered what His desire was like Paul did? He went before the Lord and discovered, you know what God's desire was? That you suffer many things for my name's sake. That's the devil showing me that. That ain't God. <laughs> Uh, I have never heard anyone, no one, amen, not one person. I've been saved, amen, about 24, 25 years now. I've been saved this long. You know, so I have not had one Christian ever come to me and say, you know, the Lord spoke to me, gave me a revelation. I'm the suffer for his name's sake. I've not heard, no one ever come to me. i said, heard, you know, God's going to bless me with a husband. God's going to bless me with a wife. God's going to bless me with children. God's going to bless me, amen, with a job. God's going to bless me with a promotion. God's going to give me my own business. God.
0: I ain't never heard nobody say that.
1: Nobody never said. You know, God just told me. You know, as long as I'm in the earth realm, I'm just gonna suffer for His name's sake, and you know, uh, and I'm gonna stand up before Him and and in, in, in the midst of uh, kings uh, and, and and presidents and prime ministers, whatever the case may be. And I'm gonna preach the gospel, and and, 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 and you know, some of my family gonna forsake me, and you know, I was rich before I got saved, and 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 God said I'm gonna lose everything that I had. I ain't never heard nobody say that. I know, I know, I know. We got, we got some deep folks in here, but, but, but I ain't never heard anybody say, "You know, I'm just gonna suffer." You know, you know something. Even for the gospel, say, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, uh, get beat up and be left dead." <laughs> Hallelujah! Do you still love him? <laughs> Mark 11. Let's look at <laughs> yeah, the word of the Lord. Amen. Mark 11, and very familiar passage of Scripture, verse 24. And notice what the Word of God says. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Now let's look at the principles here so we can get ready to go into this new year praying with purpose and strength and power. Now notice what he says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever... Now notice things. It's plural, right? What things soever ye desire. Now we already told you how you get the desire. See, I had to go there. The Lord had to take... It wasn't a part of my my, my uh, foundation of Scripture. But He took us back there so we do not make mistakes like the faith movement did in the, the 80s. So... We conjure up desires. But they'll come from the Holy Spirit. Now notice what it says. What things soever ye desire, when what ye pray. When what? Pray. Ye pray. Now what does your Bible say? What things soever ye desire, when ye pray. In other words, no one should be praying outside of desire. If you're praying outside of desire, it's not a biblical prayer. Whatever thing ye desire when you pray. Don't pray if you don't have no desire. Let's keep on now. There's no desire, then why pray? If you don't know what's in the heart and the mind of God, you cannot pray it. I'm gonna give you an example. Remember um, uh, there was a famine in the land. Remember the famine? God spoke to Elijah. He said, Elijah, I want you to prophesy and cause the heavens to be closed for three and a half years. Elijah, the prophet of God, spoke to the heavens and commanded the heavens to close up. And for three and a half years it did not rain. Is that right? Then at the end of the third year, the three and a half years, God came back to the man of God and God said, Elijah, go tell Ahab it's getting ready to rain. No, he told him to go to Mount Comer first. He told him to go to Mount Carmel. Thank you, Mike. He told him to go to Mount Carmel and begin to pray that it rained. How I many remember the story? Now, why did God tell Elijah to pray that it rained? Why didn't God let it rain? I'm, see, I'm going back to this principle in Jeremiah 29. God does nothing here, He does nothing. He does nothing without an instrumentality of a human being. God is not coming in your life if you don't invite Him in your life. He's not coming in your marriage. You don't invite Him in your marriage. He's not coming in your children's life you don't invite Him in your children's life. How do you invite Him? Through prayer. He just don't do anything. He says, but, but, but God know God know what I have need of. Yeah, the Scripture says, before you pray. <laughs> the Scripture says, He said, yeah, I know what you have need of before you pray. Even before you pray, I already know you have a need of it. But you still got to pray. And then I will meet the need. You see, we get on deep. And we get lazy, we don't want to pray. No, 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 you pray. Now so here God, God could have caused it the rain, but he would have did it illegally, because he could not do it without the in, instrumentality of a human being. Now this is what happens. I'm going to show you what happened. I' your chair. Let's see it real quick here. He goes to the Mount Carmel. You've got to see how this thing works. I'm Elisha. Can I be Elisha this time? Let me, let me be Elisha. I need a Jehaza, who will be a Jehaza for me? I'm going to say, no, no, I'm Elijah. We'll be Elisha. Everybody want to be Elisha. Nobody want to be a Jehazah. Come on. You're going to be Elisha. I'm Elijah. All right? Now, God just told me to go on top of Mount Carmel and pray that it rain. So I'm going to Mount Carmel. I'm down here. I'm praying. And I'm praying, Father, I pray right now that you commanded the rain, that the rain will come. I thank you for the rain coming. The rain is coming. What do you see? He don't see nothing. Go back again. I'm down here. Now remember they didn't speak in tongues. We we tongue folks here. They didn't speak in tongues right then. But if it was us in this day, that shot, come on back. What do you see? No, no, you don't see nothing. He don't know the story. <laughs> seven times. He said, go back. And he went seven times. Now, go back and come back. This is going to be the seven times, all right? <laughs> come on back. I'm, now, I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying. What do you see? Tell me what you see. You remember what you saw? I, tell, I saw clouds about the size of a man's fist. And watch this right here. When he saw the cloud the size of a man's fist, then he gave him a commandment. What? The gold-tailed Ahab is getting ready to rain. Now watch this right here. Church, this is how the principle works. Why did he release him after he told him he saw a cloud the size of a man's fist? Why did he release him then? Why did he release him? Because he had seen. Because he had seen what? No, 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 I'm I'm going to try to get you to see something. The only reason he released him, because what he saw in the natural, he saw down here in prayer. He saw in his mind's eye a cloud the size of a man's fist. And when he saw, when he told him what he saw, which coincide with what he saw, he knew the confirmation that took place. Now it's getting ready to the rain. Because the Holy Spirit had already showed him a picture. Do you understand me? This is how it works, baby. Everything works from the realm of the Spirit this way. Everything works. How many when you was younger used to daydream? Anybody besides me when you were a kid used to daydream? Listen. There's nothing wrong with daydreaming. See, if we can just now modify that, get our children saved, and have a time of daydreaming just said which is meditation they'd be awesome we cut them off and we, we, we called it daydreaming do you understand? amen and it's the spirit of God showing them things boy you better stop that we were just daydreaming our own time you know we ended up been daydreaming in school <laughs> but, but, but when we got home we should have a time for seasons of meditation Meditation is the most powerful thing that we have, but the but the, but the the occult has taken it and mastered it, and the church is liking in it. Yeah. And they got it from God. It belongs to the church. Yeah. So he says, uh a clown. The size of a man fist. I'm trying to show you. You got to see it before you see it, or you won't see it." I'm gonna ask you a question. Is there anything you, anybody desire anything in here? Let me ask you a question. What do you, des- you desire? What do you desire, Sandra? Make your what? Your employment stable. Anyone that has got a desire for anything? I don't listen. I don't hear nothing. How about you want a deeper prayer life? Don't get deep on me in here, because you know you want some natural stuff. You, just, you, know, I, you know, I just, I just want to, just you know, just to float with God and just walk all day along with. It. I need some people here that want some natural things. Anybody need some natural things in here? You got some desires. <laughs> what do you desire? You want to pay off for a car. Okay. Anyone else? You want a career in real estate. A police officer. A godly mate for your son. Excellent. Increased business. All of this is good. Pay off what now? Your truck loan. Excellent. a car, tanker, and a car... <laughs> And a Corvette. <laughs> okay, so you want the Lincoln to come to church. He want the Corvette.
0: <laughs>
1: Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> well, I'm going to show y'all something. I'm going to show you something. You said you real estate. You said police officer. You said a mate for your son. Okay. And you said increase in business. You said Lincoln Town Car and Corvette. Could you tell me the color of the Corvette? The Corvette is gray. What color is the Lincoln? Gray on gray. What color is the interior? Okay. (laughs) Now, I'm going to show you something. This is how it works, church. This is how it works. God cannot give it to you. Because it's not fully formulated in you. Because if you, because how can you pray it if you don't desire it? You say, but I do desire. You, you know, you don't. If you can't describe it to me, it's not real desire. You haven't seen it. So how can you pray it? Do you understand me? So when, when, see, when you can describe it to the T, you have desire because you have seen it. See, if you see it, that means you, you could tell me, you could tell me the exterior. You could tell me the interior. You could tell me what kind of sound system it have. You, you could tell me what color the carpet, what color, what color match you got. You could, you, you can't do that. You can't pray it. I'm trying to tell you how it works. This is how God worked. God spoke to Moses. He said, Moses, I want you to build a tabernacle according to the pattern that I show you in the mount. This palace tabernacle wasn't built after anything he saw in the earth. It's what God showed him. And he said, do not deviate. That means he was in the presence of God. God began to reveal the tablet. The, 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 the measurements, everything, the colors, that the that the, 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 the curtains was going to be that divide the, the holy place from the most holy place. He showed him everything. How what how, how the um the, the brazen altar was gonna gonna be made out of? What was the brazen level gonna be made out of? What the altar of shoe bread, Now the altar of incense, excuse me, the table of shoebread, the candlestick, everything he showed him every detail. He saw it. But he didn't make it. He was able to give Eric instruction how to make it. How could he do it if he never saw it? In his mind's eye. Thank you, Nate. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to show you something here. We're getting ready for the new year, and we don't want to get frustrated. A lot of people frustrated and aggravated because you've been praying, but you haven't been praying prayer. Once again, you've been praying, but you haven't been praying prayer. The only kind of prayer that touches God uh, is prayer, amen, is pray from in here, not out here. Because I have seen. Do See, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, if going by, you say you saw your 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 car paid up. See, if you haven't seen yourself not paying them bills, those car notes, it ain't real. You don't desire yet. You don't really desire. Because if the payment is bigger than... What you see, the freedom of the pavement, it ain't real yet. you just wishing. She said, police officer, if you can't see yourself as a police officer, and you can't describe to me, if you're a police officer behind a desk, you're a police officer or you're an administrator, or you one on the streets, if you can't see yourself, then it ain't real. It ain't real. It ain't real. Oh, y'all, getting this here. And the only way it becomes real is when you come before a God that is real. The God that is real begin to stir up what's in Him in you. So he the What's thing you desire? What's the thing you desire? When you pray. Now notice, desire comes, then I pray desire. He says, believe that you what? Receive and you shall have. Believe that you receive and you shall have. How do you know if you believe that you receive? I used to get an illustration, I used to teach on faith years ago. I used to teach on faith years ago. And, and, and I give an illustration like this right here. Uh, if you desire a, a, floor model television, one of the big screen, rather big screen television, one of the big screens, you desire a big screen. Anybody desire a big screen that don't have a big screen? Got a couple people that desire a big screen, don't have a big screen. Now, this is the thing. If I come in your house right now, could you tell me where the big screen is going to go? Can you tell me where the big spring is going to go? I'm trying to help you out, church. This is how faith operates. Can you tell me where it's going to go? If you cannot tell me where it's going, you don't have no desire. You don't have no desire. And then if you do, can tell if you can tell me where it's going to go. And if I go to your house and find something else in that something else in that place, you don't desire. You don't desire. Because God can't get you because something else is there y'all laughing y'all y'all, you listen y'all probably think it's crazy and you probably think it's stupid but this is how God operates Amen. Amen. because you don't believe God you're not preparing yourself to receive yes. 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 at all because something and what happens is if you really believe you uh, you you move out that space yes. 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 and when, when somebody comes in that area ah, don't walk on my big screen TV <laughs> there's a, there's a, where is it
0: right there yeah. Yeah. where right there
1: because you wouldn't want to do that, because you think you're crazy. You think people are crazy. The Bible said, "Abraham, I'm not Abraham." God called those things which be not as though they were. God does what? Called those things which be not as though they were. God does what? Called those things which be not as though they were. Who was made in the image and the likeness of God? We were. If I was made in the image and the likeness of God, if God called those things which be not as though they were, He commands me to call those things which be not as though they were. Are you getting this? All right, let's go on. What's sort of thing you desire? When you pray. Can I share something with you? As long as you don't enter into the presence of God. Some of you are in some situations right now. You need God to move for you. But you want to know why God can't move for you? The situation is bigger than God to you. And that's why you complain. That's why you mama. That's why you grumble. You want God to do it. You prayed, but you didn't pray prayer. You prayed, but you didn't pray out of desire. you hoping and wishing God would do something. He's not a hoping and a wishing God. He's a faith God. The only thing moving is faith. So what you say, God, God, uh, uh, you know, I really want you to do this, but I just don't really see how you're gonna. To... No, 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 that's no, the no, no problem. That's the problem. See, God ain't big to you yet. You know why God is not big? You haven't truly worshipped Him yet. You haven't truly came into His presence yet. When you come into His presence, He becomes gigantic to you. Then the situation becomes smaller to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? and so when you enter into this presence and begin to worship for who He is He begin to reveal Himself to you and then God begin to show you I'm going to work deliverance for you in your marriage I'm going to work deliverance for you in your children's life I'm getting ready to restore your children I'm going ready to bring them home again and I'm getting ready to restore this relationship you know what happens when you come out of prayer? Can I tell you what's going to happen when you come out of prayer? Your children are going to come home Hi. Your spouse is going to say something negative to you You just come out of prayer and God just showed you. And how you respond It's going to be a revelation if you really believe God. I'm going to tell you for something. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to tell you what the problem is. We don't stay in prayer long enough to get the big picture. Other words, I'm staying here. I'm worshiping God. Then God speaks to me and says, My child, is coming home and my child is going to be restored. And our relationship is going to be greater than it was before my child cut up, whatever the case may be. Now, but I need to stay there and begin to see that. I don't just want to hear it. I need to see it. The Bible says in Joshua 1 8, this book of the Lord shall not depart of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it what? Day and night. Thou shall what? Meditate in it day and night. Thou shall what? Meditate in the day and night. For what reason? That you might observe. To do. For what reason? Observe to do. Then shall you prosper. Then shall you have success. After I have observed in my mind's eye so staying in prayer long enough i'm staying there god told me about my children next thing i know i see it i'm beginning to see it i'm to see us dialoguing i'm beginning to see us uh, uh, uh being restored I'm, I'm seeing us have a great relationship i'm beginning to see um, now my child is more respectful than my child ever been before and god has shown me how to communicate and god has shown me some things about myself how to relate and how to communicate to my child i'm seeing this thing so when i come out of prayer the don't be ring they come. I'm smiling. I don't care if they hide. I don't because it's too late now. Because I don't see you. I don't see you in the state that God is going to bring you into. It's too late. I don't see it now. I oh, want anybody say you got to see it before you see it. Then you will see it. Hi. Hey, Dad. Hey, Mom. Hey, hey. come on in, boy, with your bad self. Same to the bone. Look at you. See, it's too late. It's too late. I would have seen them. Amen. Cleaned up. I would have seen them praising God. I would have seen them worshiping God. I would have seen them, amen, with their career. I see them being restored. I see it. It's too late. Yeah. But we've been praying stuff I'm hoping. I'm wishing. Whatever case. Ain't seen nothing yet you ain't seen nothing but you're praying ain't seen nothing and thank God move. how can God move you haven't seen nothing he says what's everything ye desire when ye pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them are you getting this anybody here want a new home who got who have a desire for a new home let me see let me see you got a desire for a new home you got a desire for a home huh how many stories is it one or two two stories Five bedrooms. How many car garage? Three car garage. What is the color of the master bedroom? Red. You consulted with your wife?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, do not seen it. <laughs> huh? You've seen the structure? You've already seen it? But you're still working on it. Okay, you see, it's probably still being worked on right now. God, it's still in the formulation stage. All right, good. Anybody got a finished product? Anybody? You have a finished product? Huh? How many bedrooms? Five bedrooms. Five bedrooms. How many stories? One story. One story. How many bathrooms? Four, Four bathrooms. How many car Three. garage? Three. Three car garage. Kitchen. What color is it? Or oh, the granite countertop. Or oh, the granite countertop. Okay. Granite countertop. What color is the appliance? Stainless steel. Stainless steel. Come on, boy. Work it. <laughs> you, 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 you hear me? See, see, see you can pray now. You understand? Know you can pray now. Cause your desire. You see. I can you ever desire something you've never seen? If you haven't seen it, you haven't desired it. Do you understand me? Amen. Anybody desire to get married one day? No, I ain't going to leave that
0: alone.
1: I ain't ain't going to touch that. You know why I ain't going to touch that? Because some of y'all ain't seen. Some of y'all want Jesus. Oh, He's (laughs) consecrated. Oh, y'all get real deep. Oh, he's a consecrated man. He spent hours in prayer. Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Good thing he's a consecrated man. But what about times for your needs to be married? Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, y'all laughing. See, see, we don't understand. We We get too spiritual with this thing. I'm telling you. We get too spiritual to say. Huh? Do you not understand God's concerned about every aspect of your life? He's concerned about every aspect. Do you say this man satisfied me sexual? My wife satisfied me sexual. We, we don't put that on the agenda. Oh, I can't talk about that You know, my God, He made you. Come on, church, let's get real. And that's why we got so many problems right now. You didn't put your order in. <laughs> oh, y'all know it's right. <laughs> Amen. Too deep. Not too deep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I just wanted to be consecrated. <laughs> Ooh, help us, Jesus. Is he a man of wisdom? Is he? Is he intelligent? Uh, is he? Is he orderly? Uh, is he clean? Uh, are you putting your order in? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Is he a man of integrity? Is he a man of character? Huh? Do he carry himself well in the church and outside of the church? Is he a man res- uh, that's respectful? Do he respect me? Huh? All these things. Amen. Amen. I mean, God knows. He'll put, uh, put it in you. Is that right? Sometimes if to get too ridiculous, It'd be one Jesus. God ain't going to give you Jesus. Don't one Jesus. Amen. Let's go. <laughs> I'm about to close this message up here. <laughs> Praying out of desire. This is real. I'm trying to help you out. Oh, I'm scary. All you that desire a mate, <clears throat> one of the most dangerous things is to get a mate without having some kind of internal frame of reference of the mate. You got to see from in here. And when God bring them to you, you 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 measure what you saw in here with what's out here. Do you understand me? And so God is concerned about you desiring a a husband or desiring a wife. God, he 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 wants you. I believe you desire it. God desire it. But are you willing, Amen? To go before Him and allow Him to paint the picture on the inside of you. Otherwise, you're gonna use your, your compromise, Amen. And understand this right here. God will make them. Because you can't see nothing that God don't have already. He said, I will bless you exceedingly abundantly above all you are able to ask or even think. If you can think it, if you can ask it, it's already available. You can take that to the bank. If you can ask it and if you can think it, it's already available. But our problem is we compromise and we dream small. Well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 almost 40 now. I just receive on anything, God. Just just, get, just get, you know, just to keep me warm at night. That's just anything. <laughs> let me finish this message. Up. Let me let me finish. Listen, we got people that compromise. Us. And we lower our standards cuz we don't really believe that God is big enough and God is able to do what we really believe he can do. God is bigger, church. He really is we put such a limitation on God. And all of those that design houses and whatever the case maybe, don't put a limitation on Him. You know, God is bigger. He's bigger. He can do it for us if we really believe Him. If you can see it, if you can see it, He can do it. Amen? Let's get ready to... I'm going to give you some principles here. And um, we're going to close. I'll probably finish this next, but I can't finish this. I I'm just on my first scripture here. So, therefore, I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and He said, "And ye shall have them." They're as good as yours, if you believe that you receive. Now, notice another key in here: it's not just desire, but after you desire, believe that you receive it. What does that mean? See it in your possession. Like you all just described the house to me, right? It means nothing if you don't see yourself living in the house. See, just not having it, believe that you receive it. Because you don't want a house just to look good and nobody living in there. Believe that you receive it. See yourself walking in the house. See yourself in that kitchen. See yourself opening up that stainless steel refrigerator. you understand? You got to see yourself walking in the house. You see yourself in your master bedroom. Can you describe what's in the master bedroom? If you have a you have a wall unit, with the television, a big screen in your master bedroom, and in, in separate you got your you got your your bath, you got his and her uh, bath, and his and her closet, whatever it is. See yourself going into your closet. See yourself taking out your clothes, or whatever the case may be. See yourself in your office in your house. See yourself in your before your computer, or see yourself sitting in your chair reading a book, or whatever the case may be. If you see, believe that you receive. And you shall have. Not just desire, but if you desire but you have to receive what you desire. See yourself living and experiencing, apprehending what you desire. And you shall have. And what's going to happen? You shall have. Now I'm going to give you some principles. Principle number one. The deeper the desire, the stronger the prayer. The deeper the desire. The desire, the stronger the prayer would be. Because my prayer will be based on the strength and the depth of my desire. When that takes place, nothing can come and move you. Nobody can shake you. The deeper the desire. Principle number two prayer without desire is like clouds without water. Your prayers, they are empty. Prayer without desire. It's like clouds without water, empty. So a lot of our prayers are empty prayers, but they're not full of anything. They're not full of desire. Principle number three The greater the need, the greater the desire, the earnest the prayer. The greater the need, the greater the desire, the earnest the prayer. When this thing become a passion You begin to pray intensely Nothing will be able to shake your desire According to the need Principle number four Hunger is a sense of physical need The inward awareness of spiritual need Creates desire And desire creates prayer hunger is a sense of physical need. The inward awareness of spiritual need creates desire and desire creates prayer. But if there's not an inward awareness of a need, then how could it ever create desire and how could desire create prayer? It cannot. there got to be an inward awareness of the need. Amen? Matthew 5 verse 6 says Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Next principle Physical appetite always are characteristics of a living body. Physical appetites are characteristics of a living body. The body is alive because there is appetite to fulfill the needs of the body. Next principle, if there is no spiritual hunger, it is a revelation that we are dead or dying. If there is no spiritual hunger, it is a revelation that I am dead or I am dying. And the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. That means if I don't have something constant in my spirit, I have ceased to live or I'm in a state of dying at this present time. That means every day I should be living believing for something, expecting something we're to live in that realm. But if I'm not, I'm automatically dead, or I am dying. Amen? Next principle. I'll give you a few more of these and we're going to close. Desire is an inward longing for something we do not have. Desire is an inward longing for something I do not physically have at this present time. Next principle. Desire is the wheel in action. Desire is the wheel action. In action. Now if I desire, my desire will prompt me to move towards it. It will prompt me to move towards it. That's why I said if you want a big screen television, whatever the case may be, you'll do something. You'll go clean out the space if you really believe that God is giving it. If somebody wants to bring it to you today, then you will create the space and and, and, and prepare for it to receive it today. Isn't it right? Then, why do I have to wait to know that somebody bringing it to me today? Why don't I believe God bring it to me today? But I, I physically know that somebody's bringing it to me today. What's the you desire when you pray? Believe that you re- if I believe that I'm receiving it today, then I'll make space for it today. Yeah. 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 But no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And you keep on waiting because God is not going to perform absolutely nothing because you don't believe that you received. Because yeah. I believe I received, then I go ahead and clean it out. Whatever you, what you need in your house right now, you need some new furniture, get an old one away. Prepare for the new. Yes. Oh, y'all, y'all, this is just it work. Yes. Prepare for the new. Yes. Give away what you want. You need a new wardrobe? So well, I ain't got but three suits. Give the three suits away. Because yes. whatever you sold, you're going to reap. But always understand, you reap more than what you sow. doesn't always come back in a greater quantity, whatever you sow. Yes. Yes. So go ahead. And I'm not talking about the stuff. Now listen, listen. I'm not talking about the things you know you can't wear no more. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Something nice. Amen. Go give something nice. Want a new wardrobe? Let me look in here. Pick something nice out. Well, I need a new wardrobe because God's getting ready to elevate me, God's getting ready to take me places, whatever the case may be. And uh, so, therefore, I'm going to be standing before kings, whatever the case may be. So, let me get rid of these suits so God can give me some new suits. You understand? Let me get rid of these ties so God can give me some new ties. Let me get rid of these shirts so God can give me some new shirts. Let me find somebody and try to find somebody to give it to instead of giving the goodwill. That's my my hard I Find somebody to wear my size, special shoes. I got about 40, to fifth pair of shoes. I be trying to find somebody I got. I wear eight. Trying kind of to find somebody to wear eight that I can give them away. And so, I would end up and the only person I, uh, I, I I used to give them to is James Wilson. He's the only one that woman I said the Last time I saw him, he, he can't wear them now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me leave that alone. <laughs> but giving away, do you understand what I'm saying? If you want a new watch, give a watch away. If you want a ring, give a ring away. So whatever you want, give it away. Prepare to receive. Is that right? Amen. And whatever you, and, and if and listen, and if 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 you see somebody, you want something, and somebody needs what you want bless them to get it and watch what God give you this is how it works bless them to get what you know you want and 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 what they want you help them get what they want and God's going to know what to do for you to get what you need the principle work we live in that realm God is my witness we live in that realm amen we don't have so many people out Um, we just uh, how long ago was it we help we just helped somebody else out. Uh uh I bought somebody else another car about a, f- a couple months ago. I ain't gonna say because who we just bought another car for? And I just told you don't that person call just like that person car? <laughs> oh, <thank
0: you>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do do it all the time. We don't bought about eight, nine people cars. So we don't so. So we just bought someone a car recently, helped them out. Uh uh, uh they had no car. Um uh, 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 situation happened, and so we we went and bought them a car. Now, this is about eight, nine people we don't we don't have time. We just don't do when God tells us to do it now. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. And so what that means, God will always keep the cars rolling to us. Amen. Now, I'm already looking at um uh, before this year's over with um um the expedition, getting rid of that. And I'm already already looking. Now uh we went to the Calak place the other day, looking at the escalade. Or uh, we already looking. I'm just telling you. Don't want the devil to be walking nobody mind. You understand me? So it's gonna gonna be in between that, Amen, that or the are, are the um the navigator, one of the two. Amen. So Who said escalate? <laughs> I know what you said that's where all the young boys got the escalator, huh? All the young boys got the escalate. Uh we went to uh, we went we went to Denver uh to see Jimmy play on um uh that Monday night game. Uh Delta O'Neill, he got uh, the Pearl White one and got the, the little wheels to spin the thing. Uh, that's all them young boys got all the millions of dollars. I don't think they're buying his car. <laughs> but anyway. Hallelujah. Now, amen. Understand, when you start living in this realm and start being givers, amen, and help people, God's going to make sure He gives you what you desire. is that right? Amen. amen. Now, now, we know the ultimate, I told you all, uh, um, the ultimate is going to be a Rolls Royce. And um, before we can get a Rolls Royce, we need to have a Rolls Royce house. And I right you can't can't put a Rolls Royce. I mean, it, I just like a man. Ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. Let's leave that alone. Let's go on. What was my last principle? Desire is the will in action. Next one is desire exalts the object of its longing and sets the mind on it. It has choice. Attitude and fire in it. Desire exalts the object of its longing and sets the mind on it. It has choice, attitude and fire in it. Other words, when you exalt the object of your desire, it's in your mind's eye. You have already chosen it. You got a bad attitude about it. In other words, nobody can't shake you. It's mine. Nobody can't tell you you will not receive the manifestation, nobody, because you have in your you have already seen yourself with it. You already seen yourself experiencing it. So you got an attitude behind this thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nobody can't shake you. Next thing you know, when somebody started <laughs> <laughs> You don't hear you don't hear nothing negative. You don't hear my say anything. It's mine. And your your faith have nothing to do with me receiving the manifestation. You you can't stop me because I don't see it. It's too late. Somebody says too late. The last one. We fail more in desire than our expression of our prayer. We fail more in desire than in our expressions of our prayer. We will pray in a minute. But we fail in desire. We have a prayer meeting here. I can call all you up to the altar right now and say, hey, I have a petition. If I stop you right now and say, what do you see? You say, I don't see nothing. What do you mean, what do I see? then you're wasting your time. Because you don't even see. When I do spiritual warfare, these strings come loose again. Thanks, mate. When I do spiritual warfare, this is real with me. And anybody that's been around me, when I do spiritual warfare, I'm, I'm praying, I'm battling and warring. You ever notice when I'm finished doing spiritual warfare, I'm soaking wet? Because... It's intense. I'm seeing as I'm battling as I'm warring. I'm almost finished mate. it's just uh, I'm almost finished here. Thank you sir. When God leading me into spiritual warfare and I'm taking authority I'm calling spirits out, I literally see the demon spirits fleeing. God's using the weapon of my tongue, the weapon of my mouth, the weapon of my words to break the back of the enemy. And you can see, this is where discernment comes in. If, if I'm battling for you, Mitch, if I'm battling war for you, God begin to open you up to me. That's how it works. he began begin to open you up to me. And if I'm walking, I'm battling war, and he began begin to show me things. He's like, show, he might show me this. He may show me, this spirit may be challenging you. This spirit may be warning against your mind. This spirit may be warning against you and your marriage. This spirit may be warning against your finances. And I'm, I'm seeing, I'm breaking loose him and let Him go. He belongs to the Most High God. He's been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You cannot have him. I break your dominion influence over him. You foul spirit, you're operating illegally. Go, lose him and let him go. In the name of Jesus. I literally see. I literally see. And when my spirit is released, then God released me from you. When you're doing spiritual warfare, think about it. That's exactly what it is spiritual warfare. So that means that means a spirit got the challenge of spirit. It's not me, I'm the instrument. So Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. What would Jesus say? He said, if I cast out demons by the Holy Ghost, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Oh, there's a spiritual battle that's going on. Spirit to spirit. And the Holy Ghost cannot do if you don't use my human spirit. That's why we have a human spirit. He lives in my human spirit. And when I'm doing spiritual warfare, my human spirit, amen, is the vehicle that the Holy Spirit used to ride in the realm of the spirit and to break the back of the enemy off of the lives of individuals. But some of we we, we I find we ain't seen nothing. We're hidden in the we just hoping something happen. Maybe I, uh, maybe maybe if I just pray long enough, it'll, it'll hit something out the wall. But it don't work that way. Amen? But you've got to pray out of desire. You've got to battle from the perspective of seeing. You've got to see. You've got to see when you're doing warfare. When, you, when, you, when, when I'm in God. Amen? Now, there's times uh, I don't see a figure. I don't see God. Uh, but there's times I enter before His throne. And I see this big throne. Uh, amen? With uh, a tremendous uh, light uh, sitting on this throne. And there's times I don't see absolutely nothing, but He's communing with me from the perspective of a dimension of His character. He's dealing with me.